You cultist. I'm Mikey, the stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have the back rooms. So it'll be slightly different because uh, we need to explain the concept of the back rooms. <laughs> um so I'm just gonna pull this up. Uh the Know Your Meme uh a website here. Um, so the, so the backrooms started in 2019 on 4chan, uh, specifically there, uh, it started like the, the image, it's the, the image that accompanied or that kind of spawned the, the inspiration of all this, uh, started on, uh, I believe it was X, yeah, it was on the X the Red. And it was basically just an image of like an old office built, like an empty office building rooms. Um, with like moldy yellow wallpaper, um, very bright and sterile fluorescent lights, and like carpeted flooring, and just like an ang like a weird angle like that goes through like through a, like an opening into another room and such. And it was uh originally presented as like a cursed image or like an unsettling, uh, like unsettling images or disquieting images. And there's there was a quote that kind of spawned or that kind of sparked a lot of people's interest in this. Um, like somebody commented on, on the image and it's what kind of sparked fire for this meme and phenomena. Um, so here, here's the quote. Uh, if you're not careful and you know clip out of reality in the wrong areas, you'll end up in the back rooms where, it, where it's nothing but the stink of old moist carpet the madness of mono yellow, the endless background noise of fluorescent lights at maximum humbuzz, which is also my high school ska band for Christmas. <laughs> We're the humbuzz. <laughs> maximum humbuzz. <laughs> Scrooge in the bah humbuzz. <laughs> um, sorry. An approximate, uh, and approximately... 600 million square miles of randomly segmented empty rooms to be trapped in. God save you if you hear something wandering around nearby, because it sure as hell has heard you. So those, that, that's literally the comment that fired up the internet into, this, into interest in this idea of basically a back room in, of reality. Like, you, you clip through reality like a video game, and you end up in the back area where, like, all the like the like where there's like raw assets and templates and shit, um, or like you you end up in this like kind of place that you're not uh, people from reality are not supposed to be in. It's like a labyrinthian, uh, banal, uh, construct, and it got a lot of people talking uh, back in 2019 to 2020. Um, like I saw it popping up on on Reddit. I saw it popping up on Twitter. Uh, various people would post images of like similar uh, banal-looking office spaces that were just completely empty, and it's just like, I don't know, 
it, it got a lot of people talking, and so that's why I decided we should probably talk about it for El Dente Rigamortis, since people make creepypastas about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, there's a whole, sure. there's a whole backrooms wiki uh, that's, that's really? popped up. Yeah. Um, but we're going to choose, we, we, I, I've chosen um, the backrooms story that was posted on creepypasta.wiki. Uh, it was posted by ClayKid12345. Um, and is inspired, and it's straight up just says in it's like right above the story, it's inspired by the backrooms posts on X thread of 4chan. Um, so that quote I just read, um, that's the original story, that's the original like post, and there's an image that accompanies it, like I said, and that's in this story as well. This story is basically just a slightly more elaborate version and like a page and a half more elaborated. <laughs> um, yeah, because it like puts you in the head of someone who of somebody went through that. Yeah, doing that exact same like trial. So like yeah. a guy goes on to, goes to an appointment at a clinic while sitting down in the, and signing some forms in the waiting room. He notices the wall behind him is incorporeal. Uh, he then trips into the wall and pops up in the the room from the image um, and unable to leave. Uh, he then spends some time running around, hearing inhuman footsteps and snarling um, somewhere, and eventually just gives up after like what seems like forever. Um, and he's still there, somehow projecting this story onto the internet for us. <laughs> Finn! <laughs> Don't question. <laughs> that's that's the story. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like it's like a page and a half. Um, you can check it out at creepboss.wiki. Um, but Otherwise, I feel like we should just dive into our notes and stuff about it. So, and of course, always starting off with everyone tolerates the grammar inquisitions at this point. I feel like you should do more oomph like, like they do in that SNL skit that we, we t- we're totally parodying. <laughs> like, yeah, nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the joke, guys. That's what we've been parodying this whole time. <laughs> I want there to be one person who's been watching us since episode one that goes, that's oh, that's where I've heard it from. I mean, it's possible. Um, uh, yeah. We only know it because <laughs> like we say it all the time normally. Yeah, it's true. Also, it is an older, it is an old SNL skit. So like, yeah, we have, we do have listeners that are younger, that way younger than us. So yeah, if they're not grandpas, like we are. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, grammar inquisition. I, I I don't have any strictly grammar inquisition for this one. A lot of the stuff I I want to talk about is more about like story construction more than grammar. So I put them into my actual thoughts. So I don't have a grammar inquisition today. Um, wow. Yeah, exactly. Um. So so Mikey, the E stands for evil. Uh, I have a conjunction junction. And next stop, conjunction junction. Doot, doot. It was approximately. 1215 when I entered the Johnson County Community Health Clinic. It wasn't a new place for me. I had been there a couple times before. So I reached to touch the wall. And my fingers went through it. But nobody did. So I sat down, defeated. Finn. (laughs) <laughs> okay i love that uh, sorry i just like i'm like picturing that it's like and my fingers went through it but nobody did so i gave up i just had an existential crisis in the waiting room 
Maybe he maybe he meant like, but my my fingers went through, but no body did. So like his arm went through, but it stopped on his body. Oh, okay. So it's that's like that creepy it SCP where like there's a hand <laughs> just out, like like that's poking out of a pipe in the in the middle of a bunker underground, and th- there's like just solid rock beyond it. So there should be no reason for that hand to be there. Yes, it, I, I I can't remember I what remember SCP that. is, but it, it, it's one I've read off recording. <laughs> okay, that's why I don't remember. Good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, man, that memory, uh, that that uh, that hard drive of yours is really lacking. <laughs> Told you, I'm a grandpa. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and the, our gamer, do you want to explain why we do conjunction junctions and it stars? <laughs> Hell no, but I will. Cool. So, uh, monkey brings those up because there's always better words to start your sentences with than it's ands or buts. Mm-hmm. Buts tend to belong in the middle of sentences or on your rear, not at the start of a sentence. I was going to say, it's like, butts are supposed to, like, I thought you were, I literally thought you were going to say, it's like, butts are supposed to be at the end of sentences, like, like your ass, like, like where your asshole is. It's like, oh, yeah. that's not true. <laughs> Grammatically, I mean, basically that's said that, just less yeah. vulgar. But yeah. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. We're we're really not like I don't put us under like kids can view us on YouTube when I when I post our video versions, so it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I only swear a couple of times an episode, but yeah, fair. All right, uh, and I assume that's all you have for grammar inquisition, Mikey. You shouldn't just assume he's a one trick pony and all he can do is a uh, is a conjunction junction. He's I know he's totally got other stuff. Nope. Oh, never mind. All right, uh, gamer. Anyways, um, I got a couple, kind of. Okay. Uh, This first one is uh, after he's realizing that he's stuck, basically. Yeah. Says, uh... Deep into the story. Yeah. Like, that that last half page, sorry. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Was this my permanent location until I died? No, there had to be a way out. So, for me, I feel it's a little too formal for the situation, like his wording of it. Like it's been yeah. informal speech the whole time. It's odd how he's being slightly more proper here compared to him saying, "Am I stuck here until I die?" Instead I, I of saying, I, "Is this my permanent location until I die?" I, I mean, it's fair. weird. Okay, so okay, so I, I was thinking like because when I when I did read that, I did think it was a little odd that like like there was there's a moment like oh he's thinking this out loud or something like that like maybe that could be more clear, but. Oh, I don't care if he's saying it out loud or <laughs> thinking it. It's just odd how informal that is, you know? Yeah. I don't I even get... know if that's the right word, but it just seems less um, casual. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. Like it oh, I, and actually I have a I have an example later on in my notes about like how how forced some of the dialogue in the story felt. <laughs> um, but I wanna save that for when I have my, my comment on that. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I suppose we'll get there. Mm-hmm. And then my next one is right down near the end. So I sat down, defeated. A feeling of dread filled my body, and I started to cry. I was going to die here. I'm still there. I haven't left. I've accepted my fate. So my problem here is there's really no break in between the two lines where, um, like, to show the passage of time, basically, because it's been kind of an in-the-moment story until now. I feel it needs something like, that was what feel, feels like a week ago, and I'm still here. That would definitely help, I think. 
Like it would mm. add a little bit more weight to the um, the passage of time. Like mm. I think time in the back rooms doesn't have any meaning, but like to yeah. a person, like a personalized like thing, like it might feel like it's been like days or months. So yeah, no, and, I, I, I can I can talk, I can definitely get behind that. That's about it. Okay. Uh, well then, uh, yeah. Otherwise, it wasn't too badly well, like written wise. <laughs> Um, but I suppose we shall move on to actual thoughts. So on the concept of the back rooms itself, I'm going to start with that. Um, I really like the idea behind this, just like the, this liminal space behind reality, like where we're, we're in some kind of simulation or a play and there's a backstage or a storage space for old templates and assets, um, like old level design, (laughs) basically, Um, furthermore, as I was reading this story, I found myself thinking that this could be almost like a, like a, an updated version of the labyrinth and the minotaur myth, um, sort of like a postmodern reconstruction of that mythology of like Theseus and, and the minotaur, because it kind of feels like they're like, there's a minotaur in that maze of banal modern office spaces. Mm -hmm. Um, or perhaps like. Uh, maybe the Minotaur myth, like it's like maybe this is like what what the what Theseus encountered in Greece in in the in the labyrinth, um, and perhaps it just changes as humanity uh, like kind of like as as human civilization like changes it 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 changes itself like aesthetically. So like back in the old days, it was stone and mortar and underground, and there was like a big old like min- a big old like bull man there, but like now because it's in the modern era it's uh, it's kind of adapting to fit our new perception of like what is like dizzying maze like oh, so yeah. it's just this like like these office spaces or like con- like cuz honestly the image kind of reminds me of like convention spaces <laughs> that I've been to mm-hmm. um so like fodder wise uh for either a story for like extended stories or even a, like a game scenario kind of idea um I could see using this in conjunction with like the dreamlands from from the Cthulhu mythos, i.e., kind of read what I just said about like you know the the, the labyrinth and the myth cre- and the and the minotaur creature like changing as humanity changes because like that's all about like our psyche and such like that. So like nowadays, like if we were to get trapped in the dreamlands um, and and end up in the labyrinth of the dreamlands, it's just this kind of office space. Like it's become the back rooms basically. Um, or also use the, the King in Yellow and Carcosa, because that would fit the bill perfectly, (laughs) um, of this, like, this, this endless space of, of just strangely banal, but, like, surreal landscape or architecture that just drives you nuts because you're trapped in there, and there's some kind of denizens inside lurking. Um, it actually, it brought to mind Ross Payton's, um... Uh, Ross Payton from Roleplay Public Radio. Um, he actually did a. Uh, he he's he's been working on a very similar concept for a uh, an architectural horror RPG. He's calling Ruin, um, and it it loosely stemmed from a scenario he ran a couple of years back about people getting trapped in in a strange, never-ending motel, um, like just the dingy rooms and hallways that just never end or like you can't you can't get out the front door and like each room goes to somewhere else 
Um, and there's strange creatures within just kind of like stalking you in there. Um, mm-hmm. And you either find, try and find a way to get out, go mad, or just die. <laughs> um, Great options. Yeah. Love them. Well, there's one of those options is possible. <laughs> there's yeah. a glimmer of hope, but then it's shattered when you realize because you get outside and then you get into your into your car and like you open your car door and get inside and then you realize you're sitting at a desk in another hotel <laughs> motel room. It's like you were never out to begin with. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of got, I guess, a, a no end house sort of vibe. <laughs> um, a little bit, but yeah, yeah, just the idea of these banal locations. Um, just fracting off infinitum does kind of unnerve me, especially with my time, like I said, at convention halls and and what have you. Um, like some of those places, like Gen Con at, and at the Indianapolis like convention center, and like even some of the convention centers um, in Ontario. Like we've gone to like we've gone to like Fan Expo and, and Comic Cons and stuff in down Toronto area. Some of those places are just so goddamn bland and sterile. Um, and also kind of dizzying and hard to navigate sometimes. Like when you have to get from like, you have to go from this, this room to the mezzanine in building a (laughs) halfway across a block (laughs) and you have to use like sky, like you have to use like, um, sky paths and then cut through like a dealer's room. And like, can you like, and that's during like a busy, crowded area. Like I've seen areas of it, like of, of those convention centers, where like a couple of floors, a couple of like rooms away, it's it's loud and cacophony. And then you go out like beyond the cacophony, and it's just this dead, silent, empty hallway that just go spans for a block <laughs> that no one's been using. So, and it does kind of give you a, a kind of a disquieting sort of feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least it, it does me sometimes, and I, I say that in almost kind of like a I because I like that kind of feeling because it gives me this kind of weird, exciting, creepy feeling. <laughs> um, but I'm weird. <laughs> We're all weird here. You do like your creep. Yes, I do like creepy things and creepy locales. Um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of my idea for like the the plot, like the kind of the concept of the backrooms. I really like the backrooms concept because. And like I even have like even like away from like a something like a convention center, my old work office um, definitely had that vibe when I, when it was like just me working the night shift uh, in this big old like like we have like an open pen sort of like office space, but then there's like a bunch of like hallways that go to our lounge, and it's like the way the color the way the it's painted is like like yellow beige, and it's got like sterile lighting on the top. It's got tiles, not like a carpeted floor. But there's definitely been times where I've like felt like I wanted to take a picture of the hallway that goes down to our uh, our lounge, because I just ex- I I like in my creepy pasta addled mind, um like working there, I would just envision some horrible thing just or hear some horrible thing, um, just around the corner from the hallway and just expect like a hand to like pop up around the corner <laughs> at any given moment. Of course, like I, I don't think I've ever told the story, but. One one of the times when it was just me and another employee working at that office space, we heard girls screaming in the back rooms. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> the back rooms mm. of the office space. The back rooms of the office space. Like we heard, like we were, we were both working at, at separate computers, like within within eyesight of each other, like across the the uh, the bullpen, um, or the bullpit. I don't know whatever they call those open concept servers. Yeah, um, and we both heard 
like girls screaming over in the empty vacant uh like press room like like they they the press room didn't exist anymore like they had removed all the equipment it was just a giant big old like space and we both looked at each other when we heard it and 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 the other guy was like you heard that right it's like yeah do we have some somebody breaking in <laughs> and he's like hang on i'm going to go check and so he he went and when he I, never returned. <laughs> no, he 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 came back, or he 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 uh, he went out that way, and for like five minutes, and then and then as he came back, like I as, as soon as he pa- like came through, the, like came out like the room, like out the um, out like a doorway, like goes out to the back area, and I saw him. The screaming happened again, and he's like, "There's nobody out there," and it was really? just like, "Yeah, there, no, yeah, we never we never found anybody." <laughs> There was just a, like and, and like the, the the secondary screaming was just like was a lot more quieter. So we kind of chalked it up. Strangely enough, I chalked me and me and this other guy chalked it up to um maybe it was like a fluke in the air conditioning or something like that, like through the vents maybe. Um because we never found anybody in the back area. So and and this this building does have a habit of like having doors kind of open and close on themselves. Like it'll open like a, a like a, a couple of inches and then shut like because of like air pressure, um, and I mean I've also I think I've told stories where like I've been working alone in that building and I was just finishing up and like getting some stuff done and I stopped typing and then I hear a couple of booths down something somebody is typing but there's nobody in that booth. Um, Stop scaring me. <laughs> that that was like and I'm done. <laughs> like I'm done for tonight. Yeah. <laughs> goodbye <laughs> but yeah like that office space like again office spaces like are kind of creepy um especially when you're like the only person in them <laughs> mm-hmm. you um, hear everything yeah exactly you get all these weird sounds like you hear like night like the creaking of and, and groaning of the vents from the air from a from a shitty like decade old air conditioning or like a uh, ventilation system or like I mean, the building was originally a, a Home Depot, so it was originally a giant open concept building that they added walls and stuff like in, like kind of mismatch. Um, so yeah, like basically, what I'm trying to get at is, we have haunted houses now, like even today in our modern era, they're just office spaces now. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I I think what what the back rooms kind of captures as a, as a as a concept and idea with all these like photos that people post of these like liminal spaces that unnerve us on a cere- on like almost like maybe on like a, a subconscious cerebral level um and it's just like yeah that shit's creepy <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's 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 um like no wonder people online kind of uh find these images of these places unnerving and want to write stories about them yeah for sure so. so you said your place used to be a home depot well that kind yeah. of explains it that means there's a whole bunch of aliens living underneath where you were working. Hey, you you joke about that. <laughs> One of our oldest employees would like he was kind of a conspiracy nut. He would constantly like joke around, at least I hope he was joking around, <laughs> of the reptoids that live under our building and the gas station next door. <laughs> hmm. I mean, <laughs> that movie I saw recently might be might be right. What the watch? Was this? Oh, to the watch where they <laughs> It was a Home Depot, wasn't it? No, it was Costco. It was, a, oh, it was, it was Costco. Big... Yeah. Right. But like a Costco is like, again, imagine being in a Costco at night, like a security guard at Costco. That would be kind of creepy. Oh, like, yeah, of course. Like it, 
it's just like that kind of like labyrinthine like it does a haunted house or like a labyrinth doesn't need to be like an ancient dungeon anymore um because we find like nowadays we find our own build like our own giant labyrinthine buildings creepy as fuck especially when mm-hmm. we're the only ones in it like we, it's it's a sense of isolation um and and getting lost uh in in those kind of uh buildings so anyways that's my that's my tirade <laughs> or my my uh, my my thread on um architectural horror in the modern day <laughs> um nice other otherwise known as review cultist likes the backrooms concept now back to the story (laughs) uh so like i said in the rundown uh this story is a slight elaboration on the comment from the original post that just goes and that's just going to be the topic of my notes from here on in so i'm going to start with this quote here i passed the empty waiting area a small area of the main room with magazines children's playthings and blue cushioned chairs and approached the woman at the front desk she was sitting in her bluish-gray office chair, looking at a spreadsheet on the same Windows XP desktop they've had since 2008. There was a sign-in sheet on the counter in front of me. Way to not describe the only character we do get to see in this story. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I know we're, we're here for the creepy backroom stuff, <laughs> but maybe give a little bit more flourish of detail on characters that pop up in the story since you're describing everything around them. (laughs) Like, I don't... The character's just a black silhouette surrounded by extreme detail. (laughs) It's just like a basic, like, default, like, asset template of, uh, or, like, asset, like, model of of generic uh, woman receptionist in my brain. (laughs) Like, she doesn't even have a face. At this point, yeah, just a face, like just a faceless expression and curly hair is what all I kind of got off of it. And like a and like an like a like I guess it's supposed to like maybe you can insert your own like receptionist character, but it's like no, 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 dude, you got you got to add details. <laughs> was there any yeah. description no. at all, or were, did, I, were you I just, just putting descri- all I that just, description? In? I literally just gave you the the only description we get of this woman, <laughs> and it's. The bluish gray office chair she's sitting in is the closest we get. <laughs> right, the chair is explained better yeah. than she is. Yeah, exactly. Like she just doesn't exist to this to this guy <laughs> to, to Gary. Yeah, he just walks up. He's like, "Whoa, that chair is awesome." Yeah, my appointment's at twelve thirty. Wow, that chair. <laughs> just that staring chair. at him. <laughs> it's like that chair, though. <laughs> mm, that chair. I'd love to sit on that chair. <laughs> um, okay, sir. Also, just take this and sit over there. You're creeping me out. Yeah, for reals. Uh, also, you know, you know, good thing that we actually get a um, uh, a character name, as we're about to find out with my next quote. Um. So the, this is the part where I was talking about like the like so remember earlier I said like how like the dialogue's kind of clunky. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna start with this. I have an appointment with Doctor Pebbins. I asked, "What time?" Twelve thirty. I replied. She began typing something in her keyboard. Ah, yes, she responded. Gary Johnson. Mm-hmm. That's me. How much is it? It'll be eighteen dollars. Here you go. Cha- keep the change. Hi, doggy. You're my favorite patient. Thanks a lot. Bye. <laughs> I 
was really hoping you were going to go there because it was sounding exactly like that. Exactly. Like, for some reason, as I was reading this dialogue, it felt like the flower scene from The Room. Tommy Wiseau's The Room. Um, well, now you have like, a clean visual of Gary and the receptionist. Yeah, Gary is, in fact, Johnny. And the yeah. receptionist is the flower girl, is the, the flower salesman from the... Uh, yeah. Or flower, flower saleswoman from, uh, from that scene. Yeah, no, I, it just... I think it, maybe it's just how I read it initially. But it really felt mm-hmm. like the dialogue was kind of forced. Like, I don't know. Like, I was just getting getting that impression. It just felt, like, really kind of, like, static. Um, <laughs> I mean, that being said, in that situation, you would be and she would be asking these questions, and you would be answering the same way. I know. But uh, I, 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 I know. It's just, like... <laughs> She's like, what's your name? And it's like, game or yellow? What's your middle name? Oh, in? All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's like, Gary Johnson? Mm-hmm. That's me. <laughs> Oh, hi, doggy. I think that mm-hmm was from her. I think that's, what, that, that's I think what did it for me. It was like, mm-hmm, that's me. <laughs> yeah. How much is it? It'll be $18. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, I, I just had to insert that because it was like, oh, God, why does this, why does this dialogue, like, ruin me so much? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Also, with the dialogue, it's kind of interesting if you think she doesn't exist. Just have <laughs> oh, his dialogue. <laughs> oh God, it's it's Garfield comics without Garfield. It's oh that, wow! It's that it's that meme where like it's just it's John, right? His the yeah yeah. It's just John talking to Garfield, and Garfield's dialogue has all been removed from the comics, so it's just looks like he's just talking to his cat. <laughs> it's just a one sided conversation. Just <laughs> not weird. Everybody does it. Man, the internet like has produced such like fun and creepy shit for all the other crap it does. <laughs> um, for all the other crap it produces. Yeah, here's the dialogue with just him. I have an appointment with Dr. Pebbins. 12.30. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, basically. it's it, You can I take it either as like Garfield without Garfield style or... Dialogue as written by Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> uh, all right, <laughs> moving on to my next one here. I was about halfway done with filling in my information when I slumped back in my chair. I hadn't gotten much sleep the night prior, and I was exhausted. As I slumped back, I noticed something very peculiar. My head never hit the wall. In fact, it felt like it went in. I got up, quite frightened and looked at the wall. Hard stop. Do not make this about a dream. Please. <laughs> like, that was my knee-jerk reaction. I was like, please don't make this hell have been a dream. Like, all the weird shit that happens. <laughs> like, and as, as the story ended, I was, I was still kind of left with, this could all be a dream. He either fell asleep doing paperwork in the waiting room <laughs> and had this messed up dream that kind of like just built on like the, the, the banal environment he's li- he's kind of in like, like kind of like a nightmarish sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Or he whacked his head hard enough on the wall when he got drowsy that he knocked himself out into a coma. And now this is the odyssey, you know, that weird nineties Canadian kid show about a boy in a coma who goes on weird dream adventures 
extrapolated from people from his everyday life, but in like a weird kooky way. And it sort of blends uh, a sad drama of a kid in a coma and the parents and all, and like all family, like dealing with that, a dream punk fantasy. Uh, and then season two gets really weird when he wakes up, but shit is still happening in the dream world. A- anyway. Okay. <laughs> I, I really don't, I, I really don't want this to delve too far into. He fell asleep at, in the waiting room and dreamed all this up <laughs> um, mm. because that's become a bit of a cop out for stories. Um, and I know I did just I brought up earlier about like the dreamlands of of uh, of like the mytho the Cthulhu mythos and stuff like that. But the dreamlands is supposed to be an actual like other reality that can affect our waking world. <laughs> and I think that's the the issue I always have with like dream with like it was all a dream sort of thing is like. And I think that's what Mikey has had a couple of times is that when it when it ends with it was all a dream, it sort of takes away some of the 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 danger level because takes away all of it yeah it's all in your head um like it no, nothing actually happened to you you were just unless something like unless he like pulls out like something from the re- from that world into the real world like when it's done well like uh, i think in dreams of the witch house the character would have dreams of like fantastical things going on and like witches and rat folk and and uh, dealing with a dark god and stuff like that, and finding an artifact and running away from the creature, from the denizens of it. But when he wakes up in the morning, he has the like the trapezoid hedron in his hand, like he has the the weird stone relic that he he uh, he pulled from the dream in reality. So, mm-hmm. like again, like doing that way, that's fine. But like again, just having him like uh, he just dozed off while doing paperwork in the waiting room and had a nightmare about being trapped in endless waiting rooms, <laughs> like. And, and then he wakes up afterward, and like he's he's back in the waiting room. Um, I don't know. Just I I don't like those kind of plot lines in in stories generally because they've been done to death. Like it's not a it's not a a, a new um, twist. Uh, it's a twist that gets done like to death. Yeah. So I was really hoping the story would not go that route. Fortunately, it does. It does kind of leave it open ended, so it may not be that case. But it did kind of feel like it at the beginning when he said when he when he hints that he was he hadn't gotten much sleep and he was starting to doze off because he was doing paperwork. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I then took it at it, face value and didn't think of that. Yeah, well, I mean, I I I, I probably wouldn't have thought about it too much if I hadn't been like reading the story and like analyzing it <laughs> for <Yeah>. the show. <laughs> um. Like I, I probably like on, on just like a quick glance of like if I just read the story just for for shits and giggles, I might I probably would have just like ignored that. But as a result of you know us talking about having to talk about the story, um, it came up. But uh, moving right along, so I reached to touch the wall and my fingers went through it. I recoiled in shock. What the hell was that? I thought. As I reached to touch the wall again, only to find my fingers clipping through once more. Then, suddenly, I lost my balance, tripped, and fell directly through the wall. I fell face-first onto some dirty, tanned carpeting. You you tripped. Standing still? Like, maybe shifting a little bit from side to side, or, like, back and forth, maybe? Like... Hey. Yes, Mikey? <laughs> he tripped on the chair. See, that needs to be added. That needs more of that. I, I, I need more. I must have more. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Disney princess <laughs> uh, for the story. 
It's the only way I can make it make sense because yeah. he's leaning back, his head goes through and goes, what the heck? So he stands up, puts his hand through the wall above the chair. Yes. And then the next time he leans forward a bit more and trips over the chair. Yeah, see, I was thinking that, or my, my other take was like, because sometimes like in clinics and stuff like that, they have like a cat that just kind of like lounges and chills in the waiting area. So like, I was kind of like, I would be fine even to the story added a cat in the clinic that just like was trying to, that came over to get some attention and just he fumbled over the cat <laughs> into the, into the, into the, uh, the, the no clip wall. Honestly, what I first thought of, because I also thought it was kind of ridiculous that he just fell ass over tea kettle for yeah. no reason. That the receptors just came up, snuck up behind him, and shoved him in. <laughs> oh, see, I was thinking you were going to go like, he's like, um, uh, Mr. Johnson? Putin's ah! like, jump scare the guy into like into it. But you're going more of like, like, purpose was like, into the back rooms you go, motherfucker. <laughs> the doctor is waiting. <laughs> oh, maybe the doctor is the inhuman thing inside the labyrinth. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> yes! Yes! Gamer, <laughs> you pulled a Mikey! You made the story so much better! I did a thing for once! Yeah! That's my once a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Christmas, but it's Christmas in July. It's, no, it's a Christmas miracle in July. <laughs> uh, spoilers, we're, we've been rec- we're recording this, this episode in July. Because <laughs> I think this Version episode's broken. definitely getting posted in August. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Uh, wow. But yeah, no, I, I, I'm down. Like, and, and that's kind of been my, my thorough, like, reason why I wanted to talk about this. Like, this has kind of been my, my story building sort of, like, gripe about this is this story is just surface, surface level. Um, as to the, uh, surface level as to the, uh, uh, like, elaborating on the original post. Like, it is the original post. With a few extra words to make to to pull it the the like to make it a um to make it a page and a half like it doesn't go stray too far from the initial plot and I think that's a hindrance to it. Um, I think so. I, I feel like it could be I, I just because I feel like it could be so much more. Like we could have this could be fleshed out into a more more of a story uh, like with this uh with the the original idea and concept like at its center, but like. Give us, a, give us a, a reason to give a damn about this character. Like, give us more deets about this character and like, and and the and the the world and the people around him. Like, yeah, make make like if you're gonna make the uh, the the receptionist like a villainous kind of character, like servitor to like the doctor, um, who's who's inside the the back rooms. Like, have her like kind of like he maybe explain like I couldn't really get a get a read on on the receptionist at the desk. Like, uh, like. He was, she was giving off some kind of like a weird vibe to me, like and uh, and then like, yeah, have her like uh, suddenly suddenly I felt the the hairs on the back of my neck um, uh, prick up as I was uh, as I was staring at the the, the no clip wall, and, and a voice whispered to me behind me, Doctor, we'll see you now, and then a push <laughs> into the wall, like mm-hmm. like I, that would be so much cooler <laughs> to add into the story, like to make it, and it would make it so much better. Um, and that's really what I'm trying to get at is this, I feel like the story could be so much more than just a surface level elaboration on what is effectively a, a, like a paragraph of a quote. <laughs> yeah. Or a paragraph of a comment. There. Yeah. Um, and then my, I think this is my, 
last one here. Um, and, and this is kind of like elaborates on, or <laughs> this kind of goes a little bit further with like some uh, more stuff uh, from the, the end of the story. Um, I'm still there. I haven't left. I've accepted my fate. In fact, I can actually hear footsteps. I wonder who that is. Um, and then it's just like, ah, oh, Mr. Mr. Johnson, um, Dr. Plevins. <laughs> yeah, uh, just completely mundane at that point. Actually and then gives him a doctor's with... appointment and sends him away, and he leaves. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. sends him off into the back rooms, like, for all eternity. <laughs> no, it sends him home. Like, okay, yeah. Make it entirely mundane and not, like, a problem. It's just weird. Which is not mundane also... at that point, but it's harmless, it's... rather. Yeah, it's it's uh what it's subliminal weirdness. Like it's it's banal weirdness because like it it kind of reminds me of like the that that what is that um uh Dark Knight Six uh from from YTV's Halloween specials where like uh where the skit was like this guy this kid just going to school but his school's really weird on like the fringes yeah. and like everybody's acting kind of funny and like then like he goes to see the he has to go see the principal and the principal is a, is dressed up fully as a clown and then. Uh, he keeps seeing this like Satan figure in the hallways, and he runs and like runs away from it, and then bumps into like the janitor's room, and they're playing like a uh, a gooey like creepy trouble like board game, and then he leaves that. Uh, then suddenly bumps into his like best friend from his his old school, and then the principal, not in clown outfit, just like it just, like looks like a normal regular like straight edge like principal. Like comes and is like ah so I see you you've you've uh you've met your uh, your old acquaintance well Mister uh, blah 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 um don't you have uh don't you have uh, another class you have to get to <laughs> and it's like what what like it's sort of that subliminal is like is it real is it not what the fuck's going on sort of thing <laughs> mm-hmm. uh that could that could be really interesting like for at the end it's like yeah like have the doctor be the creature like have all the weird sounds like squelching and or like maybe like hoof clopping like in the in the in the in the back rooms and as he's like trying to run away and then he finally just gives up after like week what it feels like weeks in the back rooms and then as he's sitting there maybe on the blue chair in one of the rooms uh he hears the the sound getting closer and then he sees even maybe even sees a shadow although I'll, generally you don't see i guess shadows from like a room that's fully lit by fluorescent lighting but Maybe it's a magical he, back room. Yeah, yeah, weirdness. exactly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, maybe maybe the light goes out in one of the rooms, or like it kind of spurts out. So you get see this horrible like shadow, um, and then just as like the shadow like is going to like reveal the actual creature, it's just the doctor pops in. It's like, ah, oh, Mister uh, Mister Johnson, I'm Doctor Plevins. Uh, I believe we have an appointment here. And then like he suddenly just like kind of sn- like uh, like leads him to another room that's the uh, the his office, does the checkup, and then just like li- uh, like gives it like shows him the door like to out of his office and he opens up the office door and he's back in the um uh the waiting room to go like to leave and everything's fine but then have like maybe something um maybe maybe have some hint as he's leaving that he's not left the back room or maybe he has (laughs) like sort of like leave it a little bit open-ended mm-hmm but yeah, that that's actually not the original thing I was gonna go with that quote. <laughs> but okay. damn it, that was good. <laughs> uh, again, you're making wow, you're Mikey, you you're you may be out of the job soon. <laughs> uh a kid, a kid. Obviously. Um But yeah, the, 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 the ending here kind of like left me wondering, it's like, how is the story being told to us? Like, I understand 
not all first-person narratives have to explain how we're reading a story, um, especially when it ends with like the character being trapped somewhere eternally, or you know, being dead the whole time. <laughs> but mm. for a story like this specifically, I feel like there should be some explanation, and there's definitely some explanations you can have in this. Like, it's not it's not hard to come up with. I came up with a couple mo- within seconds of of, of formulating this, um, uh, like formulating my notes. Like of maybe how there's he sent the message out. Exactly, yeah. Like maybe there's an old laptop, like an old like like a, one from like the ninety, like late nineties or like early aughts that he finds in the back rooms. Like he found an old blue like uh like schoolyard or like school chair in there. So like maybe there's like a couple of like remnant anachronistic um like items and artifacts in this in the back rooms. Yeah, it's um, like a video game where like in one room there's a laptop. Great. But there's no internet connection or nothing there. So you have to bring yeah. the laptop with you and find the room that has a modem sitting in it. But oh, there's God, no point... But yeah. there's no uh like Ethernet plug in that room. So you have to bring that with you and find a room that has an Ethernet plug. Oh, plug God, it all in. Click adventure. <laughs> and then when you get all that hooked up, you don't know the password to like get into the computer. So you have to go find another room that has a random filing cabinet in it that yeah. has a and... password for a safe in another room <laughs> that gets you the password to get into the computer. So you actually just touched on something that just like hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, ow. <laughs> mm-hmm. This would, the back rooms, like this this story, like this little plot line, some of that, and what you just came up, described would be perfect for a creepy point-and-click adventure game. <laughs> yeah. Like, really like we're like you know like because you, you just scroll like you can scroll around the rooms and then go forward into another room and it's it, like it would be per- the the level design is perfect for that kind of thing mm-hmm. and and r- random some ra- rooms have randomly gener- like maybe it's like a roguelike where like certain items like are in different locations so it's not static um so you're you're trying to find all the different items and stuff like that in order to what you think will like get you help. But then when you like get all the items together at the very end of the of the, the game, you, you got all the thing, you got the laptop loaded up and and like hooked up to like what looks like an Ethernet cable and stuff of like that. You plug in, you start ty- you try and typing in, and then it just kinda kicks in. It's like um you're unable to do anything other than post on a blog website. And so basically your um your character doesn't escape the back rooms. All they can do is post their their journal like a like a some kind of like a, a last will and testament as the creature is coming like for them like it it's in the next room you have moments to uh, to make some kind of plea what do you say and then it gives you like a couple of suggestions or you just you can type something up um like in the game and uh, and you have a certain amount of time to do so before the creature is going to get you like you have going to get you regardless yeah but you have like a time limit and then like. Were this an actual game, like you get on Itchio or something like that, maybe your um, your the, the whatever you you uh, you write um, get sa- you can you can save it and add it to a uh, to a um, to a page or something like that, or even like in the comments of the Itchio website, where and it's basically the the comment section is like tales from the back rooms, and it's just like people's law lo- like other people's like playthroughs of the game, like what they wrote uh, as their last as their last uh, last words. <laughs> before mm. before the creature got their characters, how are you making like? I know I'm 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 pulling for ideas from that one, like like I, like I'm drawing inspiration from what you said, but like how are you making it better? <laughs> like can, how are you you straight up t- stole it? Like are you are have you are is Mikey just like like 
skinned on you? Like, are you are you wearing his skin now? Well, I know what you're drawing now. I, I yeah, I guess now I know what I'm drawing. <laughs> but no, not that I'm aware of. Oh God. But yeah, um, and even again, aside from like the laptop stuff or like finding anachronist things, I assume this guy's in the modern day. Like this this story came out in 2019, 2020 ish like this the screen pasta so i assume this this person has a cell phone <laughs> so maybe they they found a few bars and and did the same thing that they do they would have done with the laptop is like they tried yeah. calling for help when that failed like when they couldn't get anybody um all they could use with their with the data that they were able to get or like the bars they were able to get was just send out basically their last message like their last words before the creature mm-hmm. got them yeah that's that's really what it, and again it just kind of hunkers down to um my real issue with the story is that it just it felt like there could be so much more to it. Like it could have been built up much more outside of the uh slightly bigger word count of the initial comment uh slash idea plot. So He did do it in a safe manner though. Yeah. Because they didn't stray too far from the source material. There's no real way to fuck it up. Well, yeah. And actually to to take something from your um from your corner gamer because sometimes when a story plays it safe it doesn't make it memorable like i feel like the original post is more memorable than this page and a half like that paragraph i read earlier that is the uh, the original post that that accompanied the the image um of the of the the back room i feel is more memorable than the story um personally but I will save the rest of my condemnations uh, for final thoughts. Because uh, that is the end of my actual thoughts. Mikey, these stands for evil. My first actual thought here uh, is that I want to know more about the creature. Yeah. Uh, the, the, only quote, the, the only quote we get is, Then, in the distance, I heard footsteps but not those of a human, at least not a normal human. Alongside the footsteps was a gurgling snarl, like that of an angry animal. Yeah, like, I, I get you. What does that even mean? Like, not that of a human, but or or at least not like of a normal human. And then it talks about like an animalistic snarl. It's like, so that's a, that's a bit of a vague statement. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It, like, because the way I kind of interpret it is like, so is it some kind of weird squelching sound? Is it hoof clops? Like, but it's like only coming from like a, one set of, of hooves. So like, it's like a bipedal creature that's on hooves, like a beast man from like 40K or something like that, or like the Minotaur. Uh, not from 40K, from Warhammer Fantasy or like the Labyrinth, <laughs> like the Minotaur. Um, Or yeah, like how... What is this inhuman, this inhuman or or more than human footsteps? Like how you need to describe those footsteps a little bit more, buddy. Yeah, and then unfortunately, uh, this lends to the idea that it's all a dream. I know because the footsteps are heard at a distance, and the gurgling snarl could just be his stomach rumbling, or the water cooler in the corner. 
Yeah. Or the ventilation shaft. Again, like how how we like how the screen the girl screams for my uh, my own uh, my own experience with like a, a creepy office building. <laughs> um, it could be the the ventilation. Uh, the footsteps could be the receptionist coming over to check on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is super mundane. Yeah. At the same time, though, like, um, and this this may not entirely be connected to what you're talking about, but like, just just the idea, like, like when it's describing the 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 clinic, um, and like the waiting room, in such amazing detail compared to you know describing the receptionist herself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, everybody everybody else has gotten that experience of like kind of like banally creepy waiting rooms at like dentists and doctors places right like i i remember growing up at a uh, uh, with a dentist who had like uh like it, it was probably a converted closet in the waiting room that they like used all like old wood like paneling and stuff of that and it was basically like a little like kid cubby like a little kid cave with like a desk with all these like drawing th- like 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 a like a drawing desk and like some maggot some like little like coloring books and but it felt like a little like hovel, like it was actually like done up to look like a little woodland cave. <laughs> um, or like going to uh, like the, my current dentist, and like they their their waiting room has like an adult section, and then there's like a, like a little like again a little alcove off to the side where like all the little kids like can play in like a little play area. And for some reason, I still I, I even like just sitting there in that waiting room, I just think of it's like man, that would be really this would be really creepy at night, like wa- walking in here, like. And maybe it's just because, like, how I see the world as, like, there's just, like, this weird banal creepiness to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, I don't know, I just can't help but, like, things like, man, that would be really creepy in certain circumstances. Just, like, how plain it is and how, like, or how, like, how innocent it's trying to be for, like, the innocence of children. It just comes off as creepy to me. <laughs> it's like a clown situation. It's the yeah. reason clowns are creepy. Kind of, because clowns are creepy um, psychologically because they are wearing a mask, essentially. Um, but they're not wearing a mask. Like, they're wearing makeup to make themselves look like they're smiling constantly, and that unnerves people because it gives you the uncanny... Yeah, maybe it is the uncanny valley sort of situation. Um, like, our, 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 our either our reptile brain, or the reptile part of our brain, or, like, our just our primitive human-like parts just don't like not seeing something that doesn't seem natural <laughs> mm. or something that's being forced. But yeah. Sorry, uh, not to, not to, man, those tangent police are going to be, I digress there. I, I worded them off. <laughs> yeah, thankfully, this, this is the main reason we're recording from home now. It's so the tangent police won't attack all of us. It'll just attack you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. God. I'm safe. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, sorry. Um, Mikey, continuing on. <laughs> Continue on. All right. Uh, so my my next actual thought um, is running into gamers territory with some mm-hmm. good old video game logic of clipping through walls. Hell yeah. Yeah. But like, is this a speed run? Um, is this just the same building, but the people in furniture haven't spawned because he skipped the checkpoint? Um, he's yeah. speed running to get to his uh, like man this this would be so much quicker like I'd be able to get my appointment done so much quicker if I just could clip through the walls <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And that's when he realized a, he was in a video game the whole time. He just has a slow PC, so it's taking a long time to load up all the geometry that he's in. So he falls yeah. through the level. And then the level spawns behind him. That's why he couldn't get back through. Mm-hmm. The doctor is actually like... The, so the doctor is the is the thing that's been like whoa, footsteps and stuff like that and gurgling. It's just like basically assets being assembled. Like if, if you were to ever see like where the doctor is, he's just like a T-posing like the princess. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like as he's like kind of being reasserted into reality. <laughs> I've actually okay, so when you summon so in, in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, when you summon your horse, um I have I have the uh I, I have the uh the lynx set up as my, my mount in the game. But there's been a and, and usually when you summon the horse, like it just you you uh you hit the button, it's some uh you um you, you whistle out the uh, the horse call and then your your horse or your lynx or whatever mount you have set runs be- up runs up from behind you so like out of off camera but there's been a few times where I've seen it spawn like I've just happened to like be in the right camera angle when it spawns and it's it spawns a few like 5 feet in the air as a horse first and then morphs <laughs> into a into a lynx and then drops to the ground and runs over to me whoa whoa, whoa. morphs or instantly changes is it like is it like it's actually it, it, it's not quite a morph but it's not okay. quite like it doesn't instantly change. It there's like definitely some like some um, some model fuckery happening <laughs> as the as the okay. uh, as the lynx has to like it like so like the, the horse appears first for a, for a split second. Then the next second, it's the lynx trying to like with its limbs trying to uh, accommodate a horse's like skeleton, and then it <laughs> and then it asserts its normal skeleton in it. <laughs> wow, it was horrifying. I've had I've had like three or four. Really fucked up glitches pop up in in Assassin's Creed Valhalla that are I, and I've I've saved them. Fortunately, like they're I have them like screenshotted that are, like the one the one uh, when you're in when you're in uh, Valhalla itself like the actual like Norse um, haven or like sorry when you're in Asgard uh, as Odin um, you summon uh, you summon an elk. I summoned an elk, and it came out wrong. <laughs> like, it, it came over to me, like, its head was completely sheared off and, like, warped back beyond the antlers. <laughs> and its nice. legs were, and its leg, both, of it, both, both its front and rear legs were connected to each other. And the way it would, and, and, so, and I got on it, and I was able to ride it. But the way I was riding it was just, like, this weird janky, like, waddle, like, waddle animation. <laughs> And that was for like basically the entire ride to a to a to a location. <laughs> it never fixed. It, yeah, it didn't even fix. It only fixed it when I when I resummoned the the elk. Wow. And you know I took a picture of that. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that's the kind of thing. It's like yeah, just, like they if the guy ever was able to like sneak up around the corner of like the room where the uh, the the sounds coming from, he just sees this horrible like human that's like not in the right skeleton structure. As it like reasserts, as it's being reasserted into reality. <laughs> uh, I'm actually yeah, surprised that it took us this long in the set in this game or this game in this session to not talk about how the the back room is basically more of a video game in reality. <laughs> so thank yeah, really. you, Ma- thank you, Mikey. And then uh, the other question I have is: uh, Is this all just the same room? So it's like uh, the Lost Woods in Legend of Zelda for NES, yeah. Where you can only exit, I think it was like to the left. It's like and... a portal room sort of thing, where like 
you walk out one side and then suddenly you're you're just running in through the other way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he just has to find the right combination, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking that he just has to go to the left because to quote the story, I haven't left. <laughs> Son of a fucking bitch. God damn it. Oh, that is so stupid. It's, it's so, so stupid, so thought, it might so just I have to work. like it. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Wait, so does that mean that the back rooms like exits out into left into into, into left fields? The town of left fields? Oh, left town. Oh yeah, left town. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'm sure there's fields in mm-hmm. left town. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, you know, is left town actually just called left field? <laughs> Because, I mean, that, that could be a, a town's name, is Left Field. Well, that's true. That's true, yeah. <laughs> there are two towns. There's there's Left Town and Left Field, but they're both in Leftland. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I thought they were both in Derpland. <laughs> no, hell no. Don't you dare call how, Left how Town they're, Derpland. They're, <laughs> left, left Field and Left Town are in Leftland, which is to the right of Derpland. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Because <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, adieu. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> wow. God damn it. <laughs> I really love this weird like like canon we have with all of our stupid shit we come up with. Like I'm saying, we we have to like do a plot growers episode sometime and like just brainstorm a game like where we just make a setting of of Derpland and Left Field and stuff like that. Mhm. Totally do it someday. But I digress. As you do. That that is literally the the banishing word of the of the tangent police now. <laughs> it works so well; it's effective one hundred percent of the time. Yeah, uh, and that's the uh, end of my actual thoughts. Well, way to go out with a bang! <laughs> <laughs> All right, gamer, you're up. <laughs> my turn. Okay, so. As suggested, I checked the Know Your Meme page first. Yes. And honestly, in a way, I kind of wish I didn't. I kind of wish I looked that up after. It doesn't really matter either way, but um, just because I knew exactly what was going to happen reading the story, you know? Yeah. When I sent you the message, I was like, should I tell him? Like, because I've read it. I'd read it before. Um, because it's right there on like like at the top of the page, like yes, like there's a link to go to the uh, to like the um the information for like basically to get context. But as I was like sending that message, like maybe I should have told him to like read it after, so we have that percept that perspective of somebody who read mm-hmm. it after they read the story. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you want to do that for the future, like tell yeah. one of us make sure to read this first, and tell one of us to make sure to read this. And then, M- Mikey, did you read the uh, the, the Know Your Meme at all? Um, I read it second. Okay. Okay, so oh. we do have that perspective. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, 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 for some reason, was was expecting Mikey, like, so, like, I read I read it beforehand, and if if I hadn't been stupid and, and not told you to do it, uh, you would have read it, uh, Gamer, afterward. And then, for some reason, I was just expecting Mikey to come in here. Hey, I just read the story. <laughs> oh, he didn't, didn't read it at all. That was like more or less a worry. Is like, should I have reminded Mikey to check the links? <laughs> He's fine. Well, I read them in order of the links that are in the email you sent. So yeah, I read okay. the story first. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, gamer just doesn't check our doesn't check his uh, his emails. I, <laughs> I had to remind. I him. got the message. How else would I? That, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, um, I was checking the know you mean page first, mm-hmm. and it has pictures and everything, and describes everything, and so it's basically a story about an infinite space of yellow everywhere. Oh, Can no. I bring my Xbox and PC? I'd live there. That's fine. You even have like a cool roommate that like you never get to see, but you always hear he's, he's you always see him lumbering around. Yeah, I, I always feel safe. I, I'm never lonely. He's always there, but I, he's also never there, but he's and, there. So, he's not you know, so I never you. have to deal with him. Yeah, exactly. Bug him. He doesn't have to bug me. Like, there's nice carpet. Yeah, carpet everywhere. It's nice on my Tootsies. It's awesome. <laughs> to be fair, from what I read on a few comments of this story and like even of like the images of people actually comment like, I, I would love this. Like, can I stay here? <laughs> the downside being you'll starve to death. I mean Which I guess is a problem. I guess but... it's a problem for some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that it's... that's assuming you do starve in that liminal space, because it is a space out of time and space. So do you in fact get hungry? <laughs> Do you, in fact, even need to sleep? Or are you just in this, like, stasis? Mm-hmm. Like, are you anchored I... in, in, in... Are you quantumly anchored to a, uh, a state of being while you're there? If I am actually locked in time, and I start playing Warframe, am I actually getting progress in Warframe? Or is it like I turn off, turn it back on, and it's like I never did anything? Because oh, then God, that, that, that would be, that would be hell. for me. <laughs> that would be hell. Absolute God, horror. I hate. Don't you just hate it in video games when you like think that you saved and then you quit the game and then you log back in and you none of the progress that you spent hours doing was properly saved. Yeah, like it's that's the old crush horror for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. So that's the next creepypasta we need to write. Is is gamer or is is a gamer getting stuck in the in the back room thinking it's awesome because he never has to eat, never has to sleep, he can just play his games the whole time. The one time, though, he takes a break, the days he spent playing that game without rest, he doesn't, it doesn't get saved, and he completely loses all his progress. Yeah. That would be the, the, that's where the story ends. It's just like, and he realized he didn't have any save files from the last 300 days. <laughs> or all the save files he made didn't actually work. Yeah, so they, all get, they all corrupt instantly. Yeah. God, that would be so bad. Like, mm-hmm. I had that happen, like, again, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. <laughs> I had that happen where, like, I was, like, going through, like, I was basically clearing the map of, like, items or artifacts, mysteries, and treasures. And I got, like, through a whole section of it. And then I thought I had saved, so I turned it off. And then when I loaded up the next day, I lost, like... Not even like a whole lot. I lost like basically three or four mysteries and artifacts that I had already done, like basically about an hour or two worth of work. And I felt so defeated that I didn't play the game for like half a week. Oh. Like I was like, fuck this game. I'm done. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> I just yeah, gotten be- that Thor's armor. Like I did the whole quest with the witches of East Anglia. Fuck you, game. Fuck you and your stupid non save file. <laughs> yeah can be really demoralizing. Yeah, that's what it is. It's it's basically you 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 get a, a you get demoralized from it. Mm. It also kind of sounds like a that honestly sound like the a gamer trapped in the back rooms like thinks it's it's great until like that last until that revelation. That honestly feels like a Twilight Zone plot. 
It's like, all the time in the world, and this gamer couldn't find a save file. <laughs> what do you expect in the Twilight Zone? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But yeah, that's about it for that note. Um, uh, then the next one, uh, the quote is, in fact, I can actually hear footsteps. I wonder who that is. So just going off of that, I didn't really know where that's going, like whether or not it was going to show who it was or whatever. And obviously it doesn't. But yeah, I kind of wish that. Go ahead. I was just saying, yeah, no, it's that it's that horror story trope of like ending right before the monster monster is about to uh, grab the character. So it like leaves you in a bit of suspense. Like Dag- Lovecraft's Dagon does that like he. <laughs> It ends with the character writing the the account that you he just he 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 had as Dagon's scaly behemoth like hand comes bursting through his his room's door and he's just like I'm typing this up and now I'm going to run out my window and I'm by <laughs> he just like leaps like <laughs> it's left to assume that he like he leaps out of his window as he right as he finishes typing to a fate unknown <laughs> like does yeah. he get caught by Dagon or does he just defenestrate himself. To death or to salvation, you don't yeah. know. But yeah, the way it like it reads, like I can hear it coming. It's about to break through the door right now. So I type this up, and I'm planning to leap out my window now. <laughs> Perfect. You said yeah. just was able to get that out in time. Yeah, exactly. Hope I say. Hope I have a safe file. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Either way. Um. I kind of wish in regards to the footsteps and the sound, I kind of wish it was footsteps accompanied by some crying. And like at the end of the story, he says like, I'm going to go try the next room, even though, and like he's, and he himself is crying at that point saying that I'm going to go walk to the next room as he's crying. So it kind of wraps it around. Like there's a time dilation going on. And that thing that he's hearing crying is himself. Oh going god, that's room. fuck! God <laughs> damn it, gamer! Did I you do did it again? again. <laughs> yeah. Free. Hell yeah! Like, oh, that is, and it would make so much. It, it, that's definitely a a good use of the back room idea. Like, it's a liminal space. It's a it, it's out of space. It, it is out of space and time. So yeah, the people think that there's a horrible creature in there with them. It's just them, just slightly dilated between rooms. Mm-hmm. I mean, technically, that could be what's there, even with what we have. It's yeah. just with the time dilation, it's making the cry sound like a weird squeal or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, like a like a weird inhuman squeal. Yeah, like like the no, like a that's gurgling why the footsteps sound weird too. Like it's just messing with it. Yeah, like it's oh, that's so good. <laughs> I like fuck. It. God damn it! Yeah. I'm earning my pay today. Yeah, damn. You get paid? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, um, um, um. Let's let's switch. Let's switch to the uh, topic here. Yeah. Anyway, so, so yeah. Uh, my next one <laughs> is basically just asking how he got the message out, but we kind of talked about that, anyways. Yeah. Do you have anything uh, like to add on to that, or? Uh, not really. Although, like, other... I, I don't know how important it is to have that fleshed out because like the way that this is portrayed it kind of seems like you're in the character's head it's not a narrator talking about the character yeah so i mean you could take it that uh, way but yeah 
Yeah, but if the subject or whatever, the wording of the story is shifted slightly to make it seem more like a narrator talking about this dude and his shitty day, then it doesn't matter how the message yeah. got there because the narrator told us, not the guy. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's more like um, it's just a campfire story kind of thing. Like, you know, it doesn't have to make sense how this got out. It's just, it's we're just being yeah. told a story. <laughs> it's fiction. <laughs> I like how we like because usually I'm on that on the other side of that where it's like oh no it doesn't have to make sense where we found that <laughs> like usually like mm. we switch we've switched perspectives in this in this one case no, but... never again <laughs> gamers just like oh god I got to all right rebooting we're uh, starting from a new save file <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's all good for notes okay um, well I think actually we got a lot we plumbed a lot of stuff from this story and again the paragraph comment of the back rooms like i was surprised how little there was in the know your meme about it like it was just kind of straightforward like yeah this thing happened in 2019 like this image sparked a bunch of stuff there's a wiki there's tiktok videos of people just like showing like other similar like locations and stuff like that um again i have like two or three twitter accounts that i follow that just do like that just post video like images um, that are similar to the original post because people find that stuff creepy and I love that kind of stuff. So, mm. um, but yeah, um, so I suppose we can move on to final thoughts. Uh, the backrooms idea, weird guys. I think it's cool and I love it. <laughs> it's um, almost like you said that right at the gate. Yeah. Um, and there are definitely, and and there, from what I from what I've gathered, there are more stories out there about it. And certainly, we've come up with a couple really cool ideas for some stories, and even some game scenario ideas. So it's it's really good fodder. The the actual back rooms concept, um, and yeah, you can check out the back rooms wiki. In fact, I might check it out to see if there's any stories that are worth in looking into for for future episodes. Um, this story in particular falls flat for me um as it kind of goes the lazy route like the safe route uh and just half expands the original comment that sparked this internet phenomenon like we've said before if you kind of go halfway and just make a story that's kind of middling like kind of average it's not very noteworthy and like interesting and so it kind of gets left by the wayside because it's almost worse than being really bad because it's not memorable. Um, yeah, like we all remember Spyro.exe. Yeah, but <laughs> who remembers? For good reasons. Yeah, exactly. Um, like I can't even remember a middling one, <laughs> like a title of a middling one. So that's how yeah, bad it's. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't recommend this story. Weird. Um, it, it's weird for me to say that. Like, cause I I generally do like to try and find the good in a story, but this one was just like, yeah, I the the back rooms I recommend like as an idea and as a concept, and like see if there's other stories out there that are a little bit more that explore the concept a little bit more. <laughs> no pun intended, <laughs> um, because you know exploring back rooms is sort of the I get it. All right, anyway, yeah, I don't recommend the story. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, Mikey, these stands for evil. Um, I'm going to give this a 
low end partial recommendation. Um, reasoning is that it's sort of fun to think about the concept, but yeah. the story itself falls flat. Yeah, that's about where I'm at. Um, all right, and gamer. Uh, for me, I'm partially going to parrot what you guys are saying because I get what you're saying, but a story itself was a quick read. It puts you in the head of a guy experiencing the back rooms. Mm-hmm. So having a first uh, viewing of that sort of thing happening is cool. And even though there's a lot of stuff that isn't ex- um, explained and described, there is enough described that it's not completely blank. Like I've read stories where I've had to think up visuals for literally everything. This one, there's no visual for the creature. There's no visual for the receptionist, though the receptionist questionably doesn't matter unless she does. And she's actually in on it. Like I say, she is. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's an inside job the whole time. Yeah. But like the feeling of being lost in there and not getting anywhere. Like that's all cool. However, there needs to be some sort of mention of the the time that he's in there, uh, having a shift over to it being a narrator talking about this dude's terrible time here would be better. So there are ways to make it better, but I didn't hate reading it. And me reading it, I came up with all these weird ideas trying to explain what's going on, which I guess is possibly a fault of the story because it doesn't explain a lot of what's going on. Yeah. But the most I can give it is a partial, like straight even partial recommendation, because it was fun to read. And I thought of some interesting stuff about how to make it work, but there's a lot that can be done to it. And like what you said from the get-go, Cultist, they don't um they don't explore the the options of what they can do with the back rooms. It's a very safe here's a dude going through the back room situation, but they don't take any risks to um, see what can be of the back rooms. Like the only thing that they described is the creature or is the creature described in the know your meme as well? No, in the know your meme, it's not described. It's just, we, there's something in the, in, out in there, but no one's ever seen it. They've just heard it uh, getting closer. And the dread is sort of like, if you can hear it, it sure as hell can hear you. So you're fucked. (laughs) Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, Slightly elaborated on, but not enough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, short. Partial. Okay. So, yeah, to sum it all up, uh, I, I almost think, I guess it's like, is, is it like a half point of recommendation? Because, like, you guys both, like, what, like, sort of, like, low end of half, of like, partial? So, like, is that, like, 25% each? <laughs> I, I went pure, like, middle of the road, partial. Okay, so standard partial. partial. Yeah. So about seventy five percent point seventy five percent or sorry seventy five percent out of three. Uh, sure. Or sorry, point seventy five out of three. <laughs> That's there we go. Three quarters. So yeah, three quarters out of three. <laughs> Damn it! But you love decimals, just like the creepypasta. Oh God! Don't get me started. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm I'm going to talk about that in another episode. Oh, in, some, in some other in some no not in our show. I think I'm going to have like Adam from RPX and Chris from RPX. Uh, jump on like a, a show, or I'll, I'll ask them if they want to do that because it's an RPG based thing. Man, that fucking yeah. fuck that creepypasta RPG. <laughs> like that's Strong my stance. that's the cult that's the cult of stance on that. <laughs> like mm. I I will not be running that game anytime soon at all. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> anyway, um, thanks, thanks, gamer, for bringing that. No up. problem. <laughs> Sorry, um, I didn't know you'd get so freaking heated about it. It was I was I'm surprised myself, but it it kind of infuriated me. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, tune in to a future episode where we discuss that monster on possibly our show or the roleplay exchange. Anyway, um, yeah, so, like, I think we all agree that the, the concept of the backrooms and the phenomena that popped up as a result of the image and the, the, the original quote, full recommendations, what I got from yeah. everybody, like, we all like that. I and like the concept, just, just the execution of this one wasn't ideal for my taste. Yeah, and I think that's basically the takeaway, is, like, the concept's really good, solid, this story in particular kind of falls flat. Um, like, there's some potential, but it doesn't do enough. So, um, but that is that is this week's episode. So if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below. Whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. Uh, you can also leave us messages on Twitter. Um, Mikey is at the E stands for evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at The Gamer in Yellow, but without that W at the end, because his name is very goddamn long. <laughs> it has to be, though. Of course. Um, and I'm at Review Cultist. Uh, if you'd like to send us emails, you can go to aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas, spooky internet things, mysteries, cryptids, SCPs. Send us your, <laughs> send us your, 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 your content and we will discuss it <laughs> and post it on the show. <laughs> and uh, if you'd like to help support the show financially, you can go to Patreon. And select the backer tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, extra content. To our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you guys so much. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate it. Like, sincerely, we very much appreciate it. Um, and to our listeners and the creators of these stories and wonderful, creepy internet things, thank you guys immensely, because... If you weren't listening, it would just be like us wandering through the, the back rooms, just shouting <laughs> in infinitum. Um, and then getting creeped out by strange noises as the, di- the time dilation happens. <laughs> yeah. It'd just be a friggin' uh, an echo chamber. <laughs> um, and if you weren't creating these stories and these, these weird spooky internet phenomenons, we really wouldn't have much of a show, because we literally have nothing to talk about, so thank you all the same. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. See you in the back rooms. Sleep well. <laughs>